There's a new survey out showing that Albertans are struggling with fertility costs and access. These prices could break you. You won't believe some of the numbers on these. Joining us to talk about that from the uh, Alberta Advocacy and Outreach Association Fertility uh, Division is their chair, Michelle Chidley. Uh, how are you, Michelle? I'm great, thanks. How are you? Fine, thank you. Hey, can you tell us a little bit about the survey and is there anything that really stood out for you? You know, I have to say that uh, I'm not terribly surprised by the results. We were very heartened to get the the response that we did. 640 Albertans responded to the survey. Um, we found that uh, 60% of fertility patients in Alberta paid between ten and $50,000 for their treatments, with 92% of those incurring further costs for medications. Um, $50,000, wow, huh? Mm-hmm. That's, That's incredible. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. So the uh, is, is that up or down? Like, how how does is that the normal kind of cost for this sort of procedure? Well, the average cost for one round of in vitro fertilization or IVF is right. about is about twenty thousand dollars, and many patients need two to three rounds to be successful. And this is not covered, obviously, under most benefit plans, right? That's correct. Yeah, we're st- we still have a ways to go. I think to have uh, employee health benefits provide uh, fertility coverage, but it's it's coming. There's all of the big bank- big banks are doing it now. More and more companies uh, every year providing fertility coverage for employees, which is positive. Um, but it's still not helping enough people. Michelle, were you surprised by these results? You know, I I have to say I wasn't terribly surprised. I um, I I know that this is an issue that affects uh, people from every corner of this province. So, 33% traveled more than 50 kilometers to get fertility care. Um, I would probably actually expect that to be to be higher. Um, as right now that we have four fertility clinics in the province, two in Calgary, two in Edmonton. So anyone outside of the major cities have to travel for their for their testing and treatment. What do you think has got to happen here for this to uh, the situation to improve? Well, we so we started the Fertility Alberta Advocacy and Outreach Association to lead, lead the public movement toward achieving government funding for fertility treatments in Alberta. Uh, we want to remove the financial burden of assistant, assisted family building uh, so that uh, Albertans don't have to bear the full cost of this. We really feel strongly that access to fertility treatments should not be a privilege that's only available to those who can afford it. So who do you have to get to to kind of turn things around? Well, we're currently meeting with members of the Alberta government to raise awareness of the issue. We're highlighting results of our patient survey and imploring them to act. Uh, We want to work with the government to create a made in Alberta solution that works best for patients for patients in this province. Um, One in six people in Alberta struggle with infertility. Um, I don't know how many people are listening right now, but I saw that 630Ched has 5,309 followers on Instagram. And so of your Instagram followers, 885 of them have or will experience infertility. Wow. Uh, the employers here in the province of Alberta, how do you get them to include this as part of their health benefits? Is there a way to get at, get at them? 
You know what? There's a great organization um, or initiative, I should say, called Fertility Benefits Matter, and uh, they have a toolkit on their website to help employees uh, uh, contact their their employers. It gives them kind of steps to go through to uh, to approach their own employers to to uh, increase their employee benefit packages. So, are people just throwing this on their credit cards? Is that how they're doing it, or taking out bank loans? You know what? In the survey, we found that almost half of the people who did proceed with treatment uh, did need to, to take out a loan or or get help from family members. Um, but then, seventy four percent of the people who did not proceed with treatment, so who walked away, seventy four percent of those said that cost was the reason. So talking about your organization, what can you do now? Who, who will you try to talk to and take these results to those people? You know, I, we primarily did this uh, patient survey because even though our board, the Fertility Alberta board, are, it's made up of current and former fertility patients. So we've, we all have lived years of experience in infertility and we have done all of the research uh, that we can. We've built a network of all of the stakeholders in this space. But at the end of the day, to truly be the voice of Alberta patients, we needed to hear directly from Albertans. So that's why we went out and did this survey. And we're bringing their voices and stories to the meetings we're having with government right now. Um, Of those 640 people that responded to our survey, over 150 of them took the time to write in in the comment box, like, their stories, their, like, their struggles. It's a very emotional issue for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I didn't see this in the story, or I may have missed it. How many other surveys like this have you done, or is this kind of the first one that's kind of zoned in on this? You know what? This is we're a new organization. We got our nonprofit status just in June, uh, but uh, our board members have spent years raising money for a charity that assists patients who can't afford the cost of treatment. And about a year ago, five of us decided we wanted to do more and help more people across the province, regardless of the clinic they attend. Um, because we all feel so incredibly privileged to have been able to find a way to afford the treatments that we each needed. Um, so this is the first survey we've done, and it's the first one that I'm aware of that's uh, been put out to an Alberta audience. Uh, there was a similar one done in Ontario this year as well. Um, and their numbers track, like, I I think it's just, this issue affects everyone across the board. One in six people with infertility is a World Health Organization stat. It's, it's a stat that's used by uh, the Canadian uh, government. It's it's used across the world. It's it, just as one, one in six people will struggle um, with infertility. And so it's a it's a prevalent issue, and so I'm not surprised that a lot of our numbers uh, are very close to the the stats that came back from the Ontario survey that went out to patients there. Michelle, if somebody wanted to reach out to you, maybe uh, they, they'd like to get some more information. How can they get a hold of you? So that's a that's a great question. Um, we would love to engage with patients. We we want to continue to hear from patients, and we want uh, we want people to get engaged in the advocacy work. Uh, our website's fertilityab.com, and on there you can sign up to to um, get our newsletter. You can share your story with us um, because. 
we really find that telling Albertan stories uh, is impactful when we have meetings with government. Um, and there's also a toolkit on there to to be able to um, uh, contact your own MLA. It you know has an email template, a way to find your MLA, that sort of thing. We plan to engage the patients who sign up for that to help them in that in that advocacy as well going forward into 2024. Michelle, thanks for your time today. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right, there's Michelle Chidley, who is the chair, Fertility Alberta Advocacy and Out. Reach Association, and uh, it's interesting. Not everybody is in the situation that the people who are in the survey are involved with, but uh, the numbers are quite staggering. Up to fifty thousand dollars—that is a lot of cash. But uh, you know, like I said, you sometimes you you don't know what other people are going through. So hopefully, uh, there's a little bit of a spotlight being shone on that.